Hey, y'all. I'm your host, Tamaje, and welcome to Rewatch, a podcast where I binge watch your favorite shows as fast as I can. When we spun a wheel a few weeks ago, I announced that our new show would be Reba. I estimated that I would take 12 days to finish all six seasons, which is about 127 episodes. Holy balls, was I wrong. It has been like 20 days, dudes. I will say that these final two seasons breezed by, though. I started season five, which is about 22 episodes on Monday, and I was definitely going to finish on Tuesday, but then I got sick and ended up having to finish on Wednesday. Blah, blah, blah. Let's get to the last leg of our Reaper run. Season four didn't end up on a cliffhanger, so everything we know going into season five, we knew in season four. I just want to say right off the bat that the theme song is different. It's no longer that funky saxophone that I hate. It's now some smooth guitar banjo thingy. All right, let's get into it. Oh, and as always, there will be spoilers. But anyway, the season opener is about her stressing out over now being an alcoholic. And at the top of the episode, she starts smoking cigarettes to cope. Now, I'm not an alcoholic myself, at least not that I know of, but her portrayal of alcoholism just seems off from the moment that it was brought into the story. Low-key, it was such an unnatural addition. It was just kind of introduced without any explanation of her downfall. Like, yes, we see an empty bottle of schnapps hidden in her closet, but based on all the info given by Cheyenne at this point, she hasn't shown any signs of alcoholism. Sorry, that's more of a season four idea, but it spills over, so it counts. But anyway... In episode one, Reba and Van are having a party for their real estate people, so Cheyenne, to keep from drinking, takes a pill called Booze Away. Essentially, if she drinks after taking the pill, she'll become violently ill. She doesn't want to tell Reba about the pills, so she tells Van to help her hide it from her. But Reba finds the pills, and Van is forced to tell her that they're vitamins. As soon as she hears this, she takes one. Van tells Cheyenne, so the whole night he has to keep drinks away from Reba. Van's solution is to grab everything she has and chug it immediately. Every time he sees her with a cocktail or a glass of wine, he snatches it away and downs it. Obviously, after chugging like six drinks, he's getting a nice buzz going. Reba gets tired of his deflection and ends up making a toast with a drink. And let's just say the party got canceled expeditiously after this. I know that it's TV, but that was the fastest acting pill I've ever seen. At the end, Cheyenne confesses to Reba that she has the pills to deter her from drinking. Apparently, Cheyenne has stopped going to AA and is doing this instead. She feels that she's not like the other people there and that they have actual real problems. The real reason she left is because they stopped letting her talk about herself too much and they got a big old bell to keep her from doing it. I just want to say, season five is so awesome. Each character is going through some real stuff. You have Cheyenne dealing with her alcoholism and finding her new passions. Reba is trying to date again and dealing with her high blood pressure diagnosis. Van's getting good at being a realtor. Brock has some money problems. Barbara Jean is struggling with her weight. And to be honest, I can't say much about Jake. And Kira was written out of the show for this season. And well, we'll get into why later. So my favorite episode of season five was episode five entitled No Good Deed. In this episode, Reba is fostering a dog who's been who's been displaced because of Hurricane Katrina through a program that Barbara Jean is running. Barbara Jean manages to find the dog's owners who are a little boy and his grandmother, Ruby. Now, for this show, I wouldn't normally note the race of this family, but for right now, let's just say their blackness is very relevant to the episode. 
While they're picking up the dog, they mention how they're going to put the dog in a kennel because the shelter they're staying in doesn't allow pets. Reba offers her home to them and they graciously accept her offer. Reba ends up going out for a bit and when she comes back, her house is filled. Apparently, the whole family ended up finding each other after their displacement and Ruby had everyone over for a meal. The family has taken in Barbara Jean, but honestly, it's the opposite. Barbara Jean is hanging out with them and low-key being weird. Some of the girls end up giving her cornrows, which she wears with her gold chains, sweatsuit, and black sand. Ruby tells Reba that the rest of them are going back to the shelter after dinner so she shouldn't worry. Reba again graciously offers her home to the rest of the family and they accept it. In the coming day, Reba starts to regret her hospitality. She now has 18 extra people in her house. She can't shower or eat without waiting in line and they're borrowing her car. Ruby obviously put Reba ahead of everyone because that's what any grateful person would do for someone who's hosting your entire family. Reba is visually losing her patience and is struggling seriously. Before she can make a choice to choose her sanity or her humanity, Ruby tells her that the family is going back to New Orleans. As a black person, I love this episode, mostly because this is the most diversity we've seen in five seasons. I'm kidding. Yeah, not really. I come from a large family like this, and when all of us are together, we are inevitably annoying, just as this family was. I do have some issues with this episode overall a little bit. Some of the dialogue is low-key offensive, and I'm not sure if it was supposed to be in the satirical way or not. Most of the things are microaggressions that might seem hard to pick up on, so that's probably why they were hidden or looked over at the time. Like when Brock sees Barbara Jean in cornrows and makes a comment like, I'm so glad you did that right before we're going to a formal dinner he had planned. Like, obviously, Barbara Jean looks incredibly ridiculous, but the inherent thought that cornrows are an informal hairstyle is low-key problematic. Another instance is Cheyenne is talking about treating a few of the girls to some hair extensions, and she seems excited to go with them. Then Van makes a comment, and she quickly says, no, not for me. I have gorgeous hair. Like, Cheyenne is written to be dense and ignorant, but this is supposed to come off as another I'm Cheyenne and I'm pretty thing. But when paired in an episode that's about 18 homeless black people in her house, it's a teensy bit bigoted. And I didn't really like that part. And maybe I'm looking at this from a 2023 eyes and not 2005 eyes. But let's pivot to my favorite character of the season, who's gonna be Barbara Jean. Now, this isn't for any of her character development reasons, but because she was incredibly hilarious this season. She literally tries to get selected for jury duty, but annoys the judge so much that he dismisses her after telling her that it wasn't gonna happen there's an episode where brock is having trouble sleeping so they record the sleep for a sleep study and it turns out she's been whooping his butt because she's mad that he moved her pet hamster into another room in another hallway apparently reba is briefly blind but doesn't want any help from anybody in her family so barbara jean sneaks over into her house and helps her like she helps her find the bread and the peanut butter and and when she accidentally puts peanut butter on a dish sponge and tries to eat it, Barbara Jean smashes the peanut butter sandwich that she actually made in her face. And Reba quickly realizes that she is not alone. She hits on her preacher, but in her defense, I guess he's hot. I just can't seem to see him as anybody other than Thantos from Twitches. But anyway, that's not what this is about. 
I also can't not mention her focus episode. In episode seven, Have Your Cake, Barbara Jean's weight is the topic of the episode. Brock goes to Barbara Jean, asking her to talk to Barbara Jean about her weight gain. Cheyenne thinks it's her place, since she's addicted to alcohol and Barbara Jean is addicted to food, that she should tell her. The three women go on a diet together, but essentially they're just starving themselves. There's a hilarious scene when the husbands come back and Barbara Jean kisses Brock and can taste his entire meal just from a little tonsil hockey. Low-key, this episode was bumming me out because Melissa Peterman was a bigger girl at the time and these jokes would have killed my self-esteem. But she was pregnant, so I guess the writers felt like it was okay to write those types of jokes because of that. Before we get to my least favorite character, I want to mention that one of my favorite characters from the past season, Kira. Kira is only in a few episodes of season five and that's because in real life, Scarlett Palmers was receiving treatment for anorexia. She returns healthy and happy in full force in season six, though she was missed in season five dearly. My least favorite character in season six is, y'all, it's a toss-up between Van and Brock. They are equally terrible this season and I can't choose. Brock just got his marriage back and is doing very little to keep it. He can't confront his wife about her weight, which shouldn't be in everyone conversation in the first place, so he makes Reba do it. He gets a kidney stone, which isn't his fault, but then lies about passing it so he can hang out with Reba and the kids more. Like, dude, you can't just go back to your old family because your new one is out of town. When he and Reba were married, he made some shady money stuff deals or whatever and lied to the government, and so they end up owing 75k in taxes to the IRS. He tries to move to Vegas randomly. He's also like comically tan this season. He literally looks like the deep fried SpongeBob. Y'all know what I'm talking about. If you know, you know. Now, it's Van's turn. Woo, child. The downfall of this man. He was wilding for most of the season. Cheyenne decides she doesn't want to be a dentist anymore. And his reaction is so mean. He literally calls it stupid and bullies her about it for like the whole episode. He goes to one of Cheyenne's classes and flirts with all the girls shamelessly and is lying about their relationship to them as he's talking and then he decides he wants to pay Cheyenne her worth after they get into a fight about money like literally cut her a paycheck based on how much he thinks her value is around the house he wants them to renew their vows but instead of proposing like a normal person he decides to text her which is literally incoherent she can barely read what it says and then when that fails he decides to tell her the story of how he's met this woman and has been having an affair and and gotcha. No, it's like not even funny. She gets so upset. Like I legit was just like, dude, what? that's not funny. That's not cute. Like, I don't know what he was thinking. So at the ceremony, he disregards all of Cheyenne's wishes of having friends and loved ones there and something simple. But he invites his clients there because he sees it as a business opportunity. And he doesn't even like her sober friends. Also, this man has 50 lemon haircuts this whole season. Like it is all over the place. So... Let me get to the most shocking episode of season five. And that has got to be episode six, Best Lil Haunted House in Texas. This episode starts with Reba trying to prank the kids and no one is having it, mostly because they're lame. And Cheyenne tells Van that she's not going to be with him for Halloween and that she's having Halloween with her sober friends this year. Jake doesn't want to hang out with Reba and wants to cause mayhem with his little friends. Barbara Jean doesn't celebrate Halloween because, you know, her religious personality. Cheyenne sponsored friends 
Frank is this really hot guy and Van is incredibly jealous of him. And he has the right to be. She's been lying about things and being secretive, basically convincing Van that she's cheating. When she gets ready to go out to her sober party in her slutty maid costume, might I add, Van goes out to confront Frank and beats him to death. Reba is freaking out and is trying to figure out what to do and how to fix this. And it turns out it was a prank the whole time. Okay. Time for season six. This is the final season of the show. Despite being the highest rated sitcom on the newly formed CW, the network decided to cancel the series after five seasons. So the show wasn't even supposed to come back for season six. But in June of 06, the CW reversed their decision and gave the series a final season, but for only 13 episodes. They take a dig at this in episode two by saying, you take loyalty and ethics out of business. What do you have? And Reba goes, a television network. So obviously they were maybe a little butthurt about that. Season six opens up with Van and Cheyenne talking about how her weight is out of control and she's been eating everything in the house and is just generally making a lot of fat jokes. In walks that Reba. She's holding three pizzas and then in walks Barbara Jean who is now thin. A few seconds later Reba wakes up and she's still thin once again and then in walks Barbara Jean still then but this time in real life brock is insecure about barbara jean's personal trainer because she's spending so much time with him kira walks in the front door and the audience gives her a thunderous applause and when asked where she's been she states that she went to go get something to eat which i don't know i might have mixed feelings about that little joke because scarlet literally had an eating disorder and they're kind of joking about it but if she was okay with the joke then it's all right and that's all that matters anyway let me slide back into it reba goes to meet barbara jean and her trainer because brock wants her to spy on them and check them out they show her some of their very close and almost illegal stretches reba tells brock what she saw and now he thinks that she's changed since she's been thin eventually he tells this to barbara jean and she lets him know that she hasn't changed but now that she's lost weight he sees her differently reba confesses to barbara jean that she felt like she needed her to fail at something so she could feel superior over her and she apologizes for that although this was a short season we still get a lot out of it van gets a new job cheyenne gets pregnant again kira moves back into reba's house jake secretly gets on a wheelchair basketball team brock and barbara jean break up and get back together it's just packed full my favorite episode of the season is episode eight called As We Forgive Those. This episode guest stars Kelly Clarkson as Kelly, who is studying under Barbara Jean to be a weather girl just like she is now. Kelly meets Reba and they get along very well. But unfortunately, Barbara Jean is jealous of their relationship. Van points out that Kelly and Barbara Jean are practically the same person, except for the fact that Kelly did not steal her husband. Meanwhile, Cheyenne and Van find out that they're having a boy and that when Cheyenne was a kid, she promised Brock that she'd name her son after him. Brock tries to hold her to this, but his name is just so awful that they just can't do it. His full name is literally Brock Enroll Hart. Rock and roll heart. Like, what? What is that? The end, the end of the episode, there's a little American Idol dupe going on where the judges are Brock, Cheyenne, and Van, and they pretend to be Paula, Simon, and Randy. And they judge Kelly's weather girling, and it's hilarious. They've got the accents and the mannerisms down, and it's just a, it's a 10 out of 10 joke for sure. All right, my favorite character of the season was Van. He's working so hard trying to provide for his 
his family because he knows a new baby is coming and that he has to buy a new house. He's incredibly loyal and turns down a job opportunity to stay loyal to Reba. He eventually takes the new job, but with her blessing, and he and Cheyenne buy that house. He realizes that he is too intense with coaching Jake's soccer team and that he's acting just like his dad would when he was a kid, and he wants to change that behavior. He does almost burn his new house down trying to fix the heater, but he does make sure everyone's okay first. My least favorite character of the season was Brock again. During this season, Brock goes back to his old insecure self. He's threatened by Barbara Jean's new body and truly can't hide it. He buys a motorcycle and is doing more midlife crisis stuff. Like he gets a perm to look younger and he is just threatened by her getting this weather girl job because now he's no longer superior to her. The worst thing he does is getting his vasectomy reversed so he could baby trap Barbara Jean without her knowledge to fix their marriage. He literally gets it reversed, fixes a nice dinner, and is just like, yeah, I was just gonna make it be a surprise for her. What kind of surprise is, surprise, I'm pregnant. I know you thought you couldn't get pregnant anymore. Like, what? Dude, relax. I gotta say, the most shocking episode of this season were the last two, and I'm doing them as two because it's my show and I make the rules. So episode 12, Reba goes to pick up a drunk Brock from the bar and they end up watching Barbara Jean have a full on meltdown at the TV station on air. Brock ends up taking this as a sign that she wants him back and ends up going to the station, but he missed her. And when they finally meet up later, she tells him that she got a job offer in Arkansas and that she's going to take it. Van and Cheyenne finally move out, but Reba is coming over a little bit too much, just walking in, kind of like how Barbara Jean does in every episode. But in episode 13, they almost burn the house down and come crawling back to Reba thinking that they're not ready and don't feel ready enough to be on their own with their baby by the way. Kira decides not to go to college and Brock tells Barbara Jean that he'll follow her to Arkansas, but she turned down the job for a better offer at the station as an on-street journalist. The series ends with everyone happy and they take their family picture just like the one in the first episode. This show is a hilarious and amazing watch. You can find it on Hulu and make sure you savor every moment. And we're putting this in the worth the watch category for sure. But for now, it's time to move on to our next show. So let's spin a wheel. Our next show is going to be... Scandal. The political drama that stars Carrie Washington created by Shonda Rhimes. It aired on ABC from 2012 to 2018 for 124 episodes, about 43 minutes each for seven whole seasons. And I'm gonna watch them all. I'm estimating myself to have about 20 days for this one. Hopefully that's reasonable. It feels kind of comfortable, but we saw how this one went. Be sure to follow the pod's social media pages and feel free to recommend your favorite shows. Make sure you're following the pod on Instagram at RewatchPod and Twitter at RewatchPod underscore for more content. And lastly, please rate the pod five stars. Anyways, back to binge watching. Try and catch me. See you next week.